I think that's the part we all get caught up in. And we're like, I have to do everything myself. I was like, you have a small plate and it's piled a mile high. Let's start to take stuff off of your plate. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping product-based business owners turn into revenue-generating, successful, happy product bosses. I'm Jacqueline Snyder. And I'm Mina Kunlosita. Together through digital courses, coaching, and masterminds, we've helped over 50,000 students from startup to multi-million dollar businesses scale their sales while blending in their dream life. It gets lonely out there in the product business world. We fully believe a business shouldn't be built alone. There's room at the top for all of us. So let's get scrappy and creative together, Product Boss, to be profitable, make more sales, and grow your visibility. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey, friends. It's podcast recommendation time. This month, we can't seem to get enough of No Straight Path hosted by the incredible Ashley Menzies Babatunde. Now, she is part of the HubSpot Podcast Network, just like us, and we can't wait to share what we love about her episode. Ashley's podcast is so inspirational. She does an incredible job helping to shed light on the true stories behind the shiny resumes, social media highlights, and job titles of those who have acquired success. She brings on guests from all walks of life to inspire conversations around what creating success actually looks like, because there is no straight path to success for anyone. Of course. And we truly believe this. She really humanizes success from the millennial perspective. She recently did an episode featuring Laurel and Harig where they dove into the importance of sustainability building a business. And it was so eye-opening. Yeah, I love that one. Laurelyn was sharing one of the biggest lessons she's learned as a business owner. And one of my favorite things that they talked about was how easy it is to forget that success doesn't happen overnight. Because I feel like as a lot of product bosses out there, um, they feel like it's taking a little bit too long or that they're falling behind, but they're right where they need to be when creating a successful business really does take time. So. Listen to No Straight Path wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, hey, friends, and welcome to another episode. So today is going to be a good one. This is something that we tend to see a lot of people get stuck with, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Get stuck, push back on. It's very difficult. Think that it's not possible. (laughs) Don't know how to ask for help. So we're going to talk about getting help where you can. Now, Mina and I have been talking about this for years. We, I think we were first introduced to the concept um, it wasn't something we learned from our parents. It wasn't something we learned from our friends or our peers. Um, this is something we learned from Natalie Ekdahl of Biz yeah. Picks. It wasn't even something we learned ourselves. It literally, the seed was planted by Natalie of Biz Chicks and it sprouted for us. And I think that that's what I like about this episode is that I hope somebody hears this and we sprout it for them, you yeah. know? Because at the time, you know, way back in our day and I don't know, two, whatever we met, 2017, mm-hmm. um, we were we had two two kids apiece. Our youngest were two. We were running our businesses and things were kind of hard, right? And we had no modeling for us of getting help or or who here like if you have someone coming to clean your house, you feel like you need to clean up your house before they get there, right? Yeah. Like you know, like there's this idea of like not being able to get help or feeling like like you can't do something else while someone's helping you because they're there helping you. So we want to really kind of dig into getting help where you can, whether that's home, whether that's in business, whether that's 
professionally, like maybe it's working out, but we're going to kind of dig into how Mina and I have evolved over time and where we're at now. Yeah. And I think that we should approach this in a way, kind of like the way Natalie did, because the way that she phrased it, and I think that that stuck with me because there was a point of resistance that I felt with asking for help and feeling burdensome. But the way that she phrased it was get help, uh, get help or something like that as much as you can afford. Yeah. So, like get the help, like, yeah, however much you can afford. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Right. I, she phrased it in a much more seamless way, but it had me thinking that the only resistance part for me was that I was the one who decided that I couldn't afford it when in actuality I could, even if it was an hour here and there, right? An hour here and there, what you can do in an hour is like amazing, especially for, you know, business owners and entrepreneurs. You can use the hour even if it starts with just an hour. Yeah. And so a lot of you might be like, I can't afford anything. Okay. Totally fine. There's other ways to outsource, right? Mm -hmm. And some of you, you know, I think this is the biggest thing. And I was kind of dealing with this with my husband because he's an actor. He works a lot or he doesn't work at all. And so there's always been this thing where he's like, well, I'm home. If I'm home, I'll do the laundry and Mm. I'll clean the house. Opposite world. Um, I also have my husband at home. He is working. He's working on little labels. But more so for me is that I always used to defer that he could do it. And he was the one that would be like, but I don't want to do it. (laughs) And my husband's like, I'm home. I should do it. Why why should we pay someone to do it? I mean, to the point where I was like, we're sending out the laundry. Because if we don't, there's a divorce happening here. Okay. So like, (laughs) we have different approaches to the house duties. And I, and I tried mm-hmm. to explain to him and I was like, look, if you book a TV show, if you have the time to work on those auditions that come in at random and you book a TV show, it's going to be worth it that you weren't cursing all of our names while you were doing five loads of laundry over the course of the days and hating all of us because you're folding. Like he hates when we like don't pull our clothes apart or they're like inside out. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot of drama around laundry in this house. So it's like, let's remove that obstacle. So before we could hire anyone to be in our house, And especially when we were in New York, we kind of learned this, that there are companies that would pick up our laundry. So we found in New Jersey, we had found this one company. And I think it was like not that much per pound, but it was so worth it. Because if you think about the time involved Mm -hmm. in doing that, just because you and I work at home, a lot of you work at home, just because we're home doesn't mean we have time to also manage the laundry. So that was like a quick fix. And I think it cost us like $100-ish, $150 a week. But it was so worth it because we could be making $150 in that time, if not more, by not having to worry about changing the laundry out. Yeah. I think it's also picking like which one is like really important. Yeah. Important. Like the deal breaker one, you know? So then like the hour of laundry for me, I don't mind laundry. If they have it unfolded, they receive it back unfolded, not unfolded inside out. Because my husband used to be like, he would be like, um, such a stickler about that kind of stuff because, you know, pharmacist brain. And he would be like, yeah, these all need to be a certain way. And I'm like, but you're washing the the inside anyways. That's what's next to your body. So if it's inside out, they receive it back inside out. They know just to make it inside out again. So for me, laundry was never like that big a deal. What's a stickler for for you? 
For me, I think it's definitely like um, decluttering. Mm. Um, so I definitely hire for that. For example, like, hey, take this to Goodwill. I don't like to take things to Goodwill myself, um, but I want certain things. Like, for example, I hired my sister to take all the stuff, to sort all the things and take them to Goodwill. And when I say Goodwill, I mean donate it to where I want her to donate it to. So I wanted her to donate it to like refugees and churches and stuff like that. Um, that was important to me. I did not like to do that at all. Like, I don't like making those arrangements. I don't like having to talk to the people at the church and try to, then they make me feel guilty about not showing up on Sundays. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, all these different things in my own head. And so I hired her to go through my things. And that, for me, having the decluttering around me that I don't have to do makes a huge difference mm-hmm. versus the laundry, I think, for me. Yeah. So I think, you know, and I think the— I would I was ordering off of Instacart before the pandemic, mm-hmm. but it always tells you how many hours you've saved. I think I've saved 450 hours. Um, and you're creating jobs. And I'm creating jobs. And um I think I've saved 450 hours. And what I love about it is like when I use Instacart, yeah, it's $99 a year or so. I don't know if they raise their prices, but you know how it actually saves money? You know when you go to the grocery store and you have no idea until they <laughs> ring you up? <laughs> And it's like, oh, can we take that out? Like, you're not sure what to do with it. What's cool about this is you can add everything to cart and then take things out if it's over budget. If you're like, oh, I really don't need that. Oh, I I added too much. Even Costco. I do not like when my husband goes to Costco because he comes back with like a water pick and like new like Costco is the best. It's the best. (laughs) Yes. But he comes back with random stuff that has added hundreds of dollars to the bill. So it's like if we just need more LaCroix and cheese. Then let's just order it off of Instacart and not worry about spending more money. So that actually, for me, saves time and money because I can be more discretionary. So I think what we want you to do, and when we're talking about hiring, it's like there are certain things that are easy now with apps um, that you can get help with. There are ways to hire family. Like Mina has hired her family a lot. Like you've also hired your family to help you with um, I'm hiring my cousin Jimmy to put up some blinds for me. Why? Because, so my, my sister, Tony was like, um, so she helps me with like setting appointments, that sort of thing. She even does the dishes here and there, which is very nice of her. Um, she's kind of like my assistant, right? But she doesn't know how to do a lot of these hardware things, just like I don't. So she was like, oh, is, you know, my husband going to do it? And I was like, no, just hire Jimmy. My husband also doesn't want to do it. That's what I'm going kind of back to. I used to default always to, if I'm not doing it, he can do it. And he would default to, if he's not doing it, then I would do it. Well, that's where the crazy, you know, resentment starts to happen. I want you to want to, to do the dishes. Yes. Nobody wants to do Nobody the dishes. Nobody wants to do the dishes. Nobody wants to ha- hang up these blinds that he never wanted or never knew I ordered, you know? Um, so for him, he's, it's gonna be a surprise. Um, it's there. (laughs) And, you know, I used to hire people off of, um, Thumbtack and, and you can also go on there and, um, uh, see how much it would cost them per hour. So to assemble furniture and things like that, that I didn't want to assemble. I know he didn't want to assemble. So I would see how much it was. And then I would ask my cousin, Jimmy, Hey, can I pay you this amount? Then it made me feel like, I was paying somebody that I knew so that my comfort level, but also because we call him Jimmy of all trades, you know, instead of Jack of all trades. Um, And he, and then it's like, oh, it's hiring him and he gets it done really fast. So I feel like if that's where you need to start, then that's where you need to start, you know? Yeah. So when we talk about get help where you can, 
you know, I think so many of us as parents, as moms, you know, we've had in our mastermind, which was like high level, like top, top product bosses. Like we have one person that's making, wait for this, $500,000 a month in revenue, Mm -hmm. but doesn't want to hire help for their kids because they feel like I got a full-time, I work for myself, so I should be able to raise my kids right? At the same time. And while that makes sense, there's also time that she just needs to take care of herself, right? Yeah, or absolutely. or perhaps, so she's had like a mother-in-law help, which mm-hmm. is totally fine. But then at some point when you're dealing with family, family dynamics come up and it's like, maybe mm-hmm. it is time to hire someone. And I was the, like, Can we- the family might need support as well. So for example, it might be where she, in addition to a mother-in-law, has support that she pays for as well right? in the or business can- or in her life. Can a nanny come with the kiddos and take the kiddos to work and have an area at like make a little office area and kids get to be at the office, but you don't have to be worried about like, do they have to go potty or changing the diaper, but you're still there. Could it be that they do go to daycare because they get, you know, developed, but then you have like mom, mom in law pick them up. Mm-hmm. Right. So that it's like a hybrid. So I think there's a lot of times where we get stuck with like kids and child rearing. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, even dogs and pets and animals, like, can someone else help you walk them? Can they go to doggy daycare? Like, can they come to the office with you? What Could can they happen pick there? them up, drop them off? I think that's a really big thing. Like, if for a long time, even when I think about my husband, he wasn't around to drop off or pick up the kids because yeah. he was working retail hours and it would be long hours. Now that he's at home and it's been like almost, you know, two years, um, he does all the pickup and drop off and it saves me so much time. And it gives me the choice that if I want to join him, I can, but I don't feel like I have to do a hard stop of me working. So I think that, you know, even with that, like, could you hire somebody to do pickup and drop off? Could you, um, you know, one of the things, um, you know, like Mike, uh, Layla, because of her heart surgery, she used to go to physical therapy, you know, could somebody else take her to physical therapy and sit there with her? Right. So it's like, oh, grandma or, you know, an assistant could be the one that takes her to physical therapy. It doesn't have to be me. It doesn't have to be daycare is what I'm trying to say, you know, cause now like, for example, I don't need to be the one that takes Layla to swim lessons. Right. It can be somebody else. So even working with, like, if you're really set against daycare, there's other activities and things that you can put your kids into that would develop them in different ways. You know, whether it be reading camp or Lego camp or whatever it is, Um, day camps um, are a really good example of that gymnastics camp for the day, you know? Jacqueline, isn't it crazy how much pressure product bosses are under when trying to increase their sales? Oh my goodness, 100%. That's why it's so important to get as many eyes as possible on your business. But the most important part is to continue to nurture and retain your customers. I agree. But in order to spend the time nurturing and retaining customers, you have to stop wasting time on those tedious manual tasks, such as marketing and creating emails or landing pages. This is exactly why HubSpot CRM helps set up marketing automation so that you can nurture your customers while saving time. They also have an AI-powered tool and AI-powered tools like Content Assistant that helps you stay in your zone of genius so you can focus on the most important things, your customers. They also make it super easy to drag and drop attention-grabbing emails and landing pages. Wow, that sounds incredible. I can't believe how easy it is to use and how much time it saves. I know, right? But the best thing about it is that it adapts to the way you do business and it grows with you, which is really important. 
it's never been easier to save time on those tedious tasks so that you can continue to focus on what matters most, your customers. Get started for free at HubSpot.com. Hey, product boss. Okay, this is for you. The other day, we got a message from Lolly asking us if we had a referral for a great inventory management software to help track raw goods and on-hand products that were ready to sell. And you know what we told Lolly? We sure do. Not only do we have a resource for inventory management software, but we have over 308 other business tools and resources that will help you effectively run your product-based business. Now, this ranges from packaging and printing supplies, affiliate management, website and email software, legal resources, video and photo tools, and so much more. You will have everything you need to grow your dream product business today and at no cost to you. Yep, this is totally free and you can download the Product Boss Ultimate Resource Guide right now by heading to theproductboss.com slash resource guide. Again, that's theproductboss.com slash resource guide. Now back to the show. Hello, everybody. My name is Adriana. I am the owner of Sage and Arrow Design Co. A big win that I just recently had was my pricing. I just had my fourth market of the year, and it was my biggest and best yet. Um, And it was all due to pricing. I just raised all of my prices after doing the pricing module and pricing out every single one of my products. It took a very long time, um, but I completed it and it paid off big time. Um, and, and I think what helped is Jacqueline and Mina gave me the confidence in raising my prices to not question it and to stay out of your customers' wallets. I went in with so much confidence in myself and my prices and no one even questioned what my prices were. So that was extremely helpful. Um, And I found Jacqueline and Mina um, just through Spotify with their podcast. And um, once I found them, I never looked back. So if you guys are on the fence about joining Multistream Machine, this is your sign because it is a wonderful investment and will definitely help your business if you put in the work. So remember, action takers are money makers. Um, so thank you, Jacqueline and Mina, so much for putting this together, giving me the confidence. Um, and yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, and I think it's asking for help. And I think that's like the biggest catch. We all think that we can do all the things, but we don't ask for help. So whether you're asking for help as a favor My husband's really good at asking for favors. He grew up in a small, tight-knit community. They all, it was like grandparents, aunts and uncles, like everybody was around and they all took the, like they all shared responsibility, like a village. And he's used to just asking for help. And I was like, how can he just ask As a man, yes. Yeah, like how can he just (laughs) ask them to do X, Y, Z? And I'm always like, I'd rather pay someone. I want the exchange because I feel weird about it. But Mm -hmm. it's about, being okay about asking for help, whether you're going to pay for it or you're going to ask for help. Um, I think that's one of the biggest things. Then I think it's like, it's okay to it's get help where you can. So where is it? Look at your home. What can you do? Some people order meal delivery boxes, right? Like, mm-hmm. so they don't have to do the grocery shopping and they have the recipe and they have the ingredient. They can just make it or yeah. um, Instacart shops for you. Or I love Instacart because like my kid needed note cards yesterday and I was helping him with his book report. So I was like, I'm just going to order the note cards 
Anyone yeah. else need anything? I love DoorDash. So mm-hmm. for me, actually, grocery shopping is one of my favorite activities. I love like going you to the grocery store. You and I are like, you know, we're like polar opposites. You like laundry <laughs> and grocery shopping. <laughs> I don't like laundry. It doesn't offend me or bother me. I'm okay. unbothered by laundry, you know? Um, and I and I don't think I've ever fought over laundry either. It's just like, meh, whatever. It's just laundry. Um, and then for grocery shopping, I actually do really like that. I like the textures. I, th- I like the visuals, everything. Like, it makes me feel actually very creative and inspired when I do go to the grocery store. Um, but there's times when that is not what I want to do. So I do DoorDash. So it's not like I have to get the groceries and then cook it. You know, a lot of times if I'm going to the grocery store, I still allow it to be fun. I'm making steaks and potatoes. I'm getting really delicious organic fruit. I'm, you know, doing really special like pastas and that sort of thing. Or, you know, once in a while make like cobblers because it's the only thing I know how to bake, right? So, I think that I still keep it very fun because I enjoy grocery shopping. I enjoy food. I enjoy the memories and the senses and things that I'm, you know, making from my childhood. And it's never felt, I I don't allow it to feel stressful for me. The stress point comes in the cooking part. But you enjoy that, but you enjoy cooking and you like finding the recipes. Like I don't, mm. my but brain sometimes just doesn't I don't work like enjoy that. cooking though. Oh. That's the thing. So if I'm cooking, for example, I enjoy cooking if it's for like large groups. I like to keep it yeah. simple. You know, like I use rotisserie, rotisserie chicken. I shortcut things to make it really simple. But um, I used to love cooking, but it was really a stressful thing when I had kids. And so I definitely enjoy it less. But now I don't give myself that guilt. I give myself permission very easily to just door dash a meal. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is so different than what I used to do, you know? Because a lot of you might be like, well, and listen, we know that the way that we all value money and time and our budgets and all that are different. But, you know, people people are like, oh, like my grandma. Mm-hmm. She just lost her driver's license. She, unfortunately, she lives in like a retirement, like she has her own house, but it's like a retirement community. So she could take buses to the grocery store or whatever. But I'm just like, I know my grandma and I'm like, she's probably not going where she used to go or going out. So I was like, grandma, get Instacart. Oh, I'll get it eventually. I'll get it eventually. I was like, you did it in the pandemic. Let's do it now. Oh, you know, whatever. So my mom's like, I'm going to sign her up. So my mom like signed her up, swiped her up for it, all the things. Because the thing is, she could be like, well, it's $99 or like $7 delivery fee or whatever it is. But the thing is, is she either has to take an Uber yeah. Or she has to put the effort in and try and figure mm-hmm. out like, what time is a bus schedule? When do I get on? When do I get off? It's all that stress. Versus let's just make this easier and pay $7 all day, every day. Well worth ease. it. Yeah. Yeah. Does well Instacart it. have, I don't use Instacart. I use um, Dash Pass Convenience. They will buy like those other things that you're talking about um, and deliver it. Um, but for Instacart, I used it for a little bit. I thought there was a Dash Pass sort of thing. Yeah, isn't you there? get like certain you delivery fees. You don't have to pay $7. Yeah, right? you get delivery fees off, but then there's yeah. like other service charge. There's things, Yeah, you're just you know? tipping them or whatever. But still, again, like I you know, the it's time, the, the, the time. Yeah, the time, the extraneous purchases while you're there, the having to cook certain things um a little bit later, you know, the hunger, the hangriness, um and all that stuff. So definitely so, in the Uber and the gas. So I just did this one-on-one coaching session with um, somebody who has a beautiful business, like $350,000 business. She's also runs a company, her family's company that she's like CFO and president there. So she's mm-hmm. getting a great salary. And then she has this great business that's doing really so well. She has two? Is that, that she's running her family's said? business and she has her own business. Okay. 
And she has four children. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. We're already all <laughs> overwhelmed here. Okay. Two businesses. Four Zero children. Help. Got it. Zero help. Um, also main breadwinner in the family. And so one of her main questions to me in like this coaching is she was like, I'd like to know how I can transition full time. I'd like to find more balance. I'd like to figure out how I can do it all. But she wants to go more full time in her product business and kind of leave the other one. Well, turns out she gets a great salary for not a lot of hours of work for the the other business. So I was like, okay, keep this great salary. Let's just figure out how to multiply your time. Yeah. So it's like, can you hire an assistant at your, this, I know this is like big thoughts, but just go with me as you hear it No, out. I like it. And this okay. is exactly the mind shift that has to start with it. It's like, you make enough money to pay somebody, even if you're like at a full-time job. Yeah. Right? Cause she was saying to me, she's like, well, I'd like to leave working full-time there and go full-time product boss. Yeah. She's making like, let's say $200,000 in salary. Okay. I'm just throwing mm-hmm. out a random number, but it's a lot. Okay. For like 20 hours a week. So it is, I was like, I'd like that job. You know, mm-hmm. and <laughs> you don't currently get that now. Just kidding. kidding. I work a lot more hours. <laughs> so, so I was like, okay, so it's not a lot of hours. And she's like, and I don't actually have to go to the office, but she does go to the office three days a week because she feels like she needs to be there, but she does not need to be there unless there's meetings. You guys should see me in this space right now because oh we're like, God. it's so complicated. But why? <laughs> <laughs> Shake it by your shoulders. And so she's thinking, I need to leave this full time job that's paying me a $200,000 salary. So I can go all in on my product-based business. That's not going to be able to pay you a $200,000 salary for a long time. Mm-hmm. So the salary is keeping her going afloat, super comfortable. The pressure is not on the product business, but she can grow it beautifully. So great. I said, can you hire an assistant through the other business? You are the CFO and president. She goes, yeah. I was like, okay, let's start there. Let's have the business yeah. hire you an assistant. And let's get you an EA that protects your time, that checks your emails, that if you um, need a schedule an appointment. Yeah. yeah, my sister actually, I have a hair trimming on Friday. My sister set the appointment. Anything, um, we actually have a family reunion. My sister set the hotel rooms, right? All of that kind of stuff takes so much time. She even found me my doctor. They asked who my doctor was. I just went and showed up. I don't even remember the doctor's name. Um, and I was like, oh, I can't remember her name. So I gave I her the example think- of like a stress point because mm-hmm. I was introduced to like a banker to meet with this banker. Uh-huh. And the banker's on a different coast. And he's like, hey, can you meet at this time? No, I can't meet at this time. Can you meet at this time? No, I can't meet at this time. And it was so overwhelming for him to keep messaging me to set a time that yeah. I also have an EA, like an executive assistant. And I passed, her name is Tori. And I passed it to her. Mina has a Tony. I have a Tori. Mm-hmm. like to keep it easy over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, Tori, can you just contact him and set the time according to my calendar and and just flush it out. And she's like, great. You want it before you go on vacation or after? I was like, let's do it after. Cool. She's got it set up. It was causing friction in yeah. my chest of that feeling of like, oh, and it's not that hard of a task, but it's something off my plate that's going to move the needle. So that's why I left it with her. So I was like, you're going to hire yourself an assistant through the business. They're going to help you with all that stuff. Then, because you have a $350,000 business and you're the only one doing anything in it, let's get you an assistant in that business. Because she's like, oh, mm-hmm. I have interns. Interns do not take things off your plate. They kind of just fill busy work. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> let's get you an assistant you pay for that can take some, like, can also help you move that the That don't ball. require the direction and the nurturing that interns do, yeah. right? What is something that you need figured out? Do you need them to place your orders, your purchase orders? Do you want to sell wholesale? So you want them to find the list of wholesalers to sell to you and like find the initial information. So at the end, she's like, I was like, so you do not have to leave one thing 
and go all in on this and suffer financially. You just actually need to get help to give you more white space Mm-hmm. to then do the bigger strategic things, to do the thinking, to do that, and 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 to raise your four babies, right? So yeah. I think that's the part we all get caught up in. We're like, I have to do everything myself. I was like, you have a small plate and it's piled a mile high. Let's start yeah. to take stuff off of your plate. Yeah, and I will say that for the laundry thing, for example, I don't need to be doing the laundry. My husband does his own laundry. Um, Suri, my oldest, the almost 13-year-old, she does her own laundry. I only do my laundry and um, my youngest, um, but she helps me put everything away. Um, yeah. And she's eight years old. So, for example, you know, your life will change. Do you have to yell at her like to put it away or she does it? No, we just do it together. Like, we'll turn on some music and we'll mm. do it. And... um that way she knows like what's there too. You know how my house has gone. I'm like, do you have to yell at her <laughs> to do anything? <laughs> well, they don't have the clothes, you know, if they don't. And like my oldest, she'll be like, oh, I need a shower even, you know, so I don't yeah. remind her of any of those kinds of things. But um, yeah, then it makes it really easy to be like, oh, okay, let's do this and c- kind of get into the routine of it. Also, it gives me a chance to know like what she's outgrowing too. Yeah. That gets... Go, goes in the goodwill pile for Tony to take to the refugees and the churches, you know? So yeah. it, it's it's a cycle. <laughs> so, <laughs> so our question to all of you is, where can you get help? And can you get help where you can? And it could be as, it could be hiring. It could be somebody to come watch your kids, like a, a teenager to come watch your kids after school or mm-hmm. walk them home, right? Like it could be, there's simple little things you can do and there's bigger moves you can make. There's apps that can help you. There's delivery services that can help you. There are companies that are fully digital or there's human beings that you can hire to help you. And there's family and friends and other people looking to make money, um, anything. So I think first get out of your own way and say, where do I need help? Permission to ask for help. Yes. And then permission to pay for help. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because the way you're going to grow is to stop being your bottleneck in your own life. What do you say about mis- misery or... Um, yeah, um, the question you need to ask yourself is, how am I taking part in my own misery? That's suffering. not the right word. Suffering, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't sound... Same, same, same. How am I taking part in my own suffering? So, for example, I wanted to say that when... Before this whole idea of Natalie saying you can afford these things, I was taking part in my own suffering, but I didn't realize it. It's much, it's very similar to the story that Jacqueline told about the mom with four, well, she had many more kids than me, four kids, two businesses, um, making the money, but just couldn't, couldn't even didn't really realize that that could happen, you know, not even exposed or aware or had anybody telling me that, hey, you could ask for help or pay for help. For me, that really lifted the lid of guilt and really granted me the permission to think about things differently. You know, the roles I was uh, trying to, just putting on myself, that I had only so many hours in the day that I actually deserved time to myself to do absolutely nothing, right? And um, I think that that just switched a little mechanism in my own brain of being like, ooh, I can... I can ask for help. Like, what kind of world are we living in, right? And the kind of world we're living in is that there is everything at your fingertips. There's DoorDash, Instacart, Amazon Prime, Amazon Now. There is Uber, Thumbtack. Yeah. Um, 
what's that one? Task Rabbit. Um, so many different things, you know, lawn care services. Now there's even places that wash out your uh, garbage cans. Um, there is people who pick up your dog poop. Yep, there sure is. Mm-hmm. Um, people that fold your laundry, you know, fluff and fold. There's a, a, executive assistants or personal assistants. There are people that can help you with production, just simply putting on labels in your business. You there's know, your cousin, Jimmy. Yeah, there's my he's cousin, Jimmy, right? Yeah, he's not for hire, unfortunately, for all of you. But that feels to me like a very much win-win situation. I also hire my family for um, per-piece work, you, you know, like stuffing the labels and that sort of thing. Um, you know, when it's available, it hasn't been available lately. Um, you know, we have UPS and um, USPS come and pick up the packages. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Imagine alleviating 15 minutes here, 30 minutes there, an hour here, an hour there. It makes such a big difference in your daily rhythms. So just open yourself up to the idea. I think we live in a day and age where it's so easy to ask for help. Now you have to be the one that takes advantage of that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. I hope this was helpful for all of you. Let us know on Instagram. Send us a DM. Um, Follow us at The Product Boss on Instagram. That's where the magic happens. Um, And if you haven't followed the show yet, make sure to follow the show so you get notified when we drop an episode twice a week. Um, And if you'd be so kind, leave a positive review for The Product Boss. That way we can share it and reach more product-based businesses around the world. And then answer for us this question. What is your first hire, personal or professional? What is your first hire? All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive, and we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us.